Well, how comfortable are you with the self-checkout? Some people love it. Some people absolutely opposed to it. Well, what if stores started taking it one step further? What if you just loaded up your cart and left the store? The latest technology involves exactly that. It's called Just Walk Out technology. Will we be seeing this soon? Well, Doug Stevens is the founder and president of Retail Profit and joins us now. Good morning, Doug. Good morning. Doug, is this the next big thing? Well, yeah. Um, You know, you have to, I guess, get a little bit of context on sort of where we've come from and where we're headed with Just Walk Out. And you alluded to some of that in the introduction. But of course, you know, as consumers, we've we've been walking into this world lately where grocery retailers in particular are closing manned checkout lanes and they're putting in self-checkout. And the problem with self-checkout by virtue of consumer surveys is, yeah, great, I like the the option of being able to check myself out, but the problem is too often the self-checkout is problematic. Items that won't scan or things that I have to look up in some sort of an index and find the right product. And so what what in actual fact is happening is grocery retailers in particular are sort of offloading the labor of checkout onto the consumer without any real added convenience. So, uh, you know, in comes Amazon and says, look, why do we have a checkout at all? Why don't we just use a system of technology that allows the customer to walk in, scan their mobile device, and essentially take whatever they want and leave? And that is precisely what they have launched now. And they're installing this now in more and more places. Calgary and Toronto, for example, are going to see this technology uh, rolled out in stadiums, uh, high-volume venues, obviously, with loads and loads of consumers looking to buy things quickly between innings or periods. And so it makes perfect sense to try and speed the checkup out uh, or the checkout up and, and get people in and out as quickly as possible. Okay, so then how does that work? You just So they're going to be doing it, obviously, in like a food court situation during a sports game of some kind. You just walk up, take what you want, and leave? Yeah, essentially, and this is where we run into another issue, which I'll explain in a moment. But essentially, the way the technology works today is you you enter the store or the food court or whatever the venue is, you scan your mobile device, and instantly then the store, in essence, recognizes you. So it now allows you to come in and through a series of technologies that include radio frequency identification tags, which are on the merchandise themselves, which sensors within the store can read. There are also sensors on the shelves. So when you remove something from the shelf, it detects that that item has been removed. And then there are also an intricate series of cameras in the ceilings of these stores, which are actually monitoring the movement of people and sort of amalgamating all this information. So products that are taken, the person that is taking them, uh, all of that is being read and understood by the store. And then as you approach the exit to the store, all of that is totaled up and it's, uh, and it's charged to your app or to your device. And so it's a very intricate technological system. Now, it also has some pretty significant implications for privacy. 
Well, yeah. And in the U.S., I'm, so, I'm sorry, in the, in the U.S., this is now being litigated in some cases where group advocacy groups are saying, look, this is, this is dystopian. You know, you're, you're in essence, you're taking all this information from people, and are they actually aware of what they're giving up in the, in the interest of convenience? And so what about the shoplifting equation in all of this? Uh, shoplifting is a huge concern right now for retailers. Using self-checkout, it seems to me, doesn't really help that situation. And having no checkout at all doesn't seem like that would help that situation either. Well, in actual fact, it, it's it's kind of an advancement from a from a loss prevention standpoint, and I'll explain what I mean. In in a conventional self-checkout situation, as we have today in most grocery stores, they are really subject to tremendous amounts of loss, uh, just simply from people either not scanning an item and simply putting it in their bag, or scanning one item and then putting a different item in, in their shopping bag. And any way you cut it, there's there's a tremendous liability there, and that's why we see human beings now often, you know, stationed at the checkout to actually kind of monitor what's going on. In a just walk out environment, you have so much technology that is literally following individuals through the store and monitoring everything from the items that they pick up and put back on the shelf to things that they take and put in their cart. And all of these things being immediately itemized and recognized by the system, it actually lends itself to a greater level of security. And already retailers are now starting to embark on new technologies like AI, for example, which can actually be used to detect patterns of loss prevention. So if there are typical patterns of of in-store theft or shoplifting, all of those now can sort of be uh, can be registered within the system so that it's not only detecting who's taking what, who's paying for what, but who is stealing what from the store and actually adds a layer of security. But again, we're really kind of bumping up against this personal privacy issue well, yeah. uh, for everyone in the store that isn't a shoplifter. Um, it, it has serious implications for what we're availing to retailers. So does that mean that you know you wouldn't even be able to walk into a store to browse, that the store has to know who you are before you go into the store? Yeah, in the case of where this technology was initially rolled out was in Amazon Go stores. Amazon actually built a store format that was sort of the, the cornerstone of which was this just walk out technology. And so within those Amazon Go stores, you had to be an Amazon customer in order to even access the store. So you could have your Amazon app scanned at the entrance and be able to, to enter the store. So there has to be some sort of connection to a payment technology initially to allow you access to the store. Otherwise, the store really can't even recognize who you are, and that's kind of fundamental to the whole process. But Doug, what about people who maybe don't want a smartphone or don't want to be connected in that way? So what, we just can't shop? That could very well be the world that we're headed towards, yeah. Um, The whole idea of being able to go and shop in a completely anonymous way if indeed we, we continue to sort of move toward this world of uh, instant self-checkout, 
uh, that could in fact be the case, that we may need to have some form of a key, if you will, to access stores. And if Amazon has their way, that key, regardless of where you're shopping, will be the Amazon key, because they really want to make sure that they're installing this Amazon Go technology in as many locations uh, as, as they possibly can. It's a tremendously expensive technology. And so right from the beginning, there was always a suspicion that Amazon would not just simply keep this for themselves, but that they would try to really proliferate this on the open market and install it in as many retail locations as they could. But if it's so expensive, then at what point is it cheaper to just have real people in the store doing the checkout? It's a good question. And and it's not, I don't think, uh, purely coincidental that the first places that we're seeing this actually being installed in a real way in Canada is in stadiums. Because when you think about it, and you, you raise a really good point, what's the kind of the cost benefit? Yeah. What's the break-even ratio on a, on a technology that's this expensive? But when you think about the situation in a stadium, for example, you know, you have these periods of intense rush on, on all of the food and concession stands, um, usually, you know, between innings or periods. And it's super, super important that during those periods of time that the stadium be able to allow for as much throughput as possible. What you don't want are people that say, you know, go back to their seats and say, the line was too long, I couldn't get what we needed, so whatever, forget it. You want as many people as possible to be able to buy. And so in that sort of a setting, I could see the payback being really, really fast on a technology like this, because if you can boost your throughput by, right. you know, 20, 30 percent, that's a significant amount of revenue uh, that you now are collecting instead of sending back to the seats empty-handed. You know, you've given us a lot to think about this morning, Doug. Thanks so much for your time. Always a pleasure, Simi. Thank you. That's Doug Stevens, founder and president of Retail Profit. Yeah, would you shop at a store like that?